right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. <clears throat> Here we are. Today's Tuesday. It's April the 13th of 2021. Just a heads up, we are eight days away from one of the greatest days of the year. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, the day the wonderful, the most wonderful person on the uh, earth was born. That's right. Eight you. days away, one week from tomorrow. So This is a present. Uh, he's trying to get presents. That'll be a big celebration. Just know that. We always do it big. <laughs> do you? You know how I do things. Uh-huh. I do things big. And we'll do a big uh, celebration. I'll celebrate myself. <laughs> I'll celebrate my life, mm-hmm. my legacy, all that kind of stuff. Wow. My wife has said, hey, uh, do you want anything specific for your birthday? I'm like, I have no idea. I already gave her some hints. Oh, you did? Yep, but I can't tell you. Oh, that's great. That you are giving hints but on my birthday gifts one. to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> we spend more time, you and I spend more time in I this know. room than I ever get alone time with my wife. There's two things you majorly need, so I made sure that she knows that. Hair? Uh, it has nothing to do <laughs> with your hair. Nothing to do with that? Uh-uh. All right, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, so today is Tuesday. It's April the 13th of 2021. Uh, going through days we can celebrate today, National Thomas Jefferson Day. Do you know what he's most famous for? Oh, Thomas. He's not the train, Kelly. I can tell by the look on your face. Toot, toot. Not going to be that guy. No. Who do you think Thomas Jefferson is? Well, isn't he the one that um, signed something? Yes. What did he sign? The Declaration of Independence. Wow. Good job. He's one of the main people behind the Declaration of Independence. Uh, What else was he? I don't know. Give me anything else he might have been. Thomas Um, Jefferson. A president? He was a president. Okay. In what decade was he a no, president? No, why are you asking? No, you're asking me questions you don't even know. So it's Thomas Jefferson Day. We'll what start. decade? I do know that because I just read it. Okay, tell me then. He was the third president. I think it was like 1743. Okay, so, I almost guessed that. Yeah, I figured you would. Uh, also, National Peach Cobbler Day, which just makes me think about grandparents. Uh-huh. You know, doesn't it? Yes. Like, would you like some cobbler? <laughs> Because I guarantee if I said, hey, Kyle, would you like for me to make a cobbler? He'd be like, what? What is a cobbler? It sounds like a like a job. Would you like a cobbler? Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like, hey, Kyle, do you want some meatloaf? You know, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. Cobbler doesn't sound good either. I like it, though. It is good. But the best kind is blackberry. Really? Mm -hmm. I don't think I've had that. It's good. Not apple? That's good. You ever done the, the the simple thing in the in the pan where you put down the fruit like your peach or your apple, and then you take butter and cake mix and just sprinkle it on top, and then it kind of bakes in there. Oh, you want to talk about delicious? I'm wow. not even sure what it's called. Hmm. What's it called? Oh, it's called crunch. Like it could be like um, like peach crunch hmm. or strawberry crunch or cherry cherry crunch is amazing. That so basically, great. you take your entire pan, right? A little bit of a spray on there. A big old thing of like those cherries with the cherry sauce. And then you take the cake mix, like the dry mix, and just mix it with butter and flatten it to the top and then bake it. And all of a sudden it becomes like really like cakey, but the the fruits underneath it. Yum. And it's kind of crispy in spots. It's really good. It does good. sound good. It's kind of like a cobbler. But I think if I said, hey, Kai, would you like cherry crunch? Oh, that's, more, that's way more fun. Then would you like a cherry cobbler? Also, uh, today is National Scrabble Day. One more thing that makes me think about my grandparents. Yeah, one more thing that I'm not good at. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> spelling and words. Kelly, is that even a word? <laughs> yes. I don't think that's how you spell it. 
I'm pretty sure it sounds just like I spelled it. Yeah, xylophone does not start with a Z, uh-huh. Kelly. Yeah. But anyway, so that makes me think of my Nana and Pop as well, though. Because like they were the, the cobbler people, and they were also the, hey, let's get around the round table and play a game as a family. Yeah. It was either Scrabble or it was the game Rummy Cube. Oh, yeah. Like they loved that game. Or they'd play checkers, which I never understood mm-hmm. how to play. Uh, also, it's National Make Lunch Count Day today. And, and the vision behind that is so many of us are now busy and we stay busy at lunch and we don't sit down and really take time to de-stress and enjoy lunch. A lot of people eat their lunch in the car, eat right, their lunch yeah. at the desk, mm-hmm. and they're saying, hey, make your lunch count today. I like so that. there you go. Some things you can celebrate as we uh, get you ready for the day. Again, today is April the 13th. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, y'all, so the year was 1999, and Kenny Chesney had the number one song in country music on this day. I want to know how forever feels Well, I've been around a block a time or two Done almost everything a boy can do I've done some living, yeah, I've had fun But there is one thing that I Here we go. I want to know how forever feels. Hey, I want to know how forever feels. Girl, I want to know how forever feels. Skinny Chesney. Forever feels. This one always was like full of energy for me. Kenny Chesney, How Forever Feels, number one on this day in 1990. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, Tuesday is here, and we are here, and you are here, and we're all together again. We're glad you guys have allowed us to be a part of your morning. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right, gotcha gossip on Kanye West. So we know what's going on. Kim and Kanye are getting divorced. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West and... Kanye has been with his attorney and they filed some new paperwork in the last couple of days. Uh, The new documents are saying that they're divorcing Kim and Kanye over irreconcilable differences, which I think is pretty much what happens. Mm -hmm. You get in an argument and it goes on forever and you can't figure it out. Uh, Also, he's filed to go in and basically say that neither he nor Kim need spousal support after the relationship. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I bet he's telling the truth. They'll be okay, right? Uh, The big thing that's going to be probably what ends up holding them up in court is that Kanye has filed for joint legal and physical custody of their four kids. He has North and Chicago and Saint and Psalm. And basically, Kanye wants to be a part of their life, which is awesome on his part. But he also wants to have that joint custody there. And I'm not sure that Kim thinks that's the right move. Yeah. So we'll have to follow that story and... We'll keep you up to date on Kim and Kanye and the divorce proceedings. Gotcha gossip on Usher. When I told her, I said, yeah. 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 
So Usher is taking some heat for handing out fake bills at an adult entertainment facility in Vegas recently. So the bills Usher was handing out looked just like $100 bills, except instead of Benjamin on the bills, it has an image of Usher on the front. And some people thought he was trying to pull one over on some women that were working hard to put themselves through college. But it's Usher. He has money. No, he does have money. So there could be an explanation. So the club owner says Usher and his crew gave out thousands of real dollars to the girls dancing and also left a generous tip for the staff. So where did the fake Usher bucks come from? Well, the club says someone in Usher's entourage left them on the floor to advertise Usher's residency that's coming up at Caesars Palace. So if that's the case, the bills were just left as a promo. But if not, of course, that doesn't look good on Usher. (laughs) But we haven't heard anything from Usher no, Yet. you think he's going to come out and talk about that? <laughs> no, but it, in my mind, I guarantee it's probably some type of publicity stunt. Man, it reminds me of Al Bundy on Married with Children when he would go to the places with his buddies and uh-huh. and he'd be there and here's a little bit of money yeah. and then he would have it attached to the fishing rod and then he'd reel the money back. You've done that before, haven't you? <laughs> Dude, I would try. That's a heck of an idea. Anyway, all right. So that's what we have on Usher. Usher. Uh, Got your gossip today on Macaulay Culkin, you know, the Home Alone kid. So he was 10 years old when he did Home Alone. He's now 40, and congratulations to Macaulay Culkin on the birth of his brand new baby boy. So Macaulay and Brenda Song, who was on The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, have welcomed their son, Dakota Song Culkin, into the world. So the first child for both Macaulay and Brenda Song. So congratulations. Gotcha gossip on Bruno Mars. So the duo Silk Sonic is made up of Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, and they have a good reason to celebrate. Their song Leave the Door Open has jumped from number three to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 songs chart. So this is Bruno's eighth top 100, or eighth Hot 100 number one, and Anderson's first. So if you haven't heard the song Leave the Door Open, here's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack. So Again, it's Silk Sonic, made up of Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, and Leave the Door Open, number one right now. There you go. Congratulations to them. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So we all have animals. Many of us have animals. We both, I'll say this, we both, you and I both Mm -hmm. have animals. You have two dogs. I have three dogs and a snake. That's all? Uh, I think I don't even know at this point what's in my house. I don't walk through the whole thing anymore. You quarantine every day. I have certain places I go in the house. Other rooms I'm never in. Yeah. <laughs> like I sat in the guest room the other night to do some uh, prep for the morning show. And I felt like I was in a different house yeah. because I never see mm-hmm. the guest room. Like there's nothing in there. Right. I mean, there's stuff in there, but yeah. there's no reason for me to go. in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so a new survey finds that a lot of people who have kids or pets say that they can't have nice things because of their kids or their pets. So 45% of people say they're nervous to buy anything nice because they don't think it's going to stay nice because of their kids and their pets. I agree 100%. There is a reason that 
I've got wood floors and mm-hmm. I need rugs really, really bad because our house just looks bare because it's just wood floors. Mm-hmm. And so I need some rugs and I, I won't buy them because of my dogs. Right. And do they go to the bathroom all the time? No. No. But it's just I've had rugs before and I've had dogs my whole life and I know what that means. It means you love your rug for about a month and then all of a sudden you're like, I promise on my life someone is peeing on that rug and then you find the spot and the rug's never the same. It doesn't matter. No, no. It doesn't matter. And so it's like my husband's like either we have dogs and you get over having rugs, get over it. You're going to have to get over it. Or we don't have dogs and you can have all the rugs you want. And I'm like, I just put my head down because you know what my answer is. You're going to keep the dogs. I'm, I'm keeping the dogs. Yeah. And I get it because, you know, we bought a, a house back in October and all that stuff and had to get some new rugs. And for a while there, the dogs were going to be outside dogs. They weren't going to be in. Then it hit like, you know, 30 degrees. Right. We'll just bring them in at night. And then it was like, oh, but they look so miserable outside. So then they're in more often. Mm-hmm. And as soon as uh, like we have light colored rugs, which is dumb. You know what I'm saying? But most rugs are kind of light colored. So the dog goes outside to pee mm-hmm. when it's raining, yeah. runs right back in the house, walks right across the rug. Guess what happens? Goes. Automatically, it's not going to be perfect anymore. I know. <laughs> we have the same argument. Uh, they say two thirds of people say their couch has a stain on it that was caused by either their child or their pet. Yeah. I think 10 years ago, we got a like a, a leather uh, couch. like a, And so it's like you can spill whatever on it. Yeah. You can just wipe it off. Sure. But I don't want to get something that's not leather before my kids and my dogs are. Because that's right. It's all right. Yeah. Man. Uh, They say that kids and pets cause on average about $162 worth of damage to furniture alone in a year. And the most common stains are food stains and pen marks and spilled drinks. Or even worse, and I think these might be worse, greasy hands. Oh, goodness. Like, I'll be like, Kai, why are you touching the center of the wall? Right. There is nothing there. Why are you touching the wall? <laughs> you know, it's like, uh-huh. just puts his hand on it. Right. Yeah. It's a wall. Yeah. It's not changing. There's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 64% of people say they're waiting until their kids get older or move out until they buy nice things. <laughs> so we're with you. If you have kids or you have pets, I believe you probably fully understand. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's some breaking news this morning on one of the COVID vaccines where the U.S. is recommending a pause Hmm. for administering the vaccine. They're saying that, hey, maybe we should take a little break from the certain vaccine. So for those of you who have received a vaccine, let me give you the heads up. Uh, The U.S., the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and the FDA is investigating clots, uh, blood clots found in six women days after receiving the Johnson & Johnson single-dose COVID-19 vaccine. Mm. So, kind of to break it down, it looks like six women out of the 6.8 million doses of the vaccine that have been given have come up with some type of a deal where their platelet counts have gotten a little bit crazy, and then uh, there's been some, some blood clots as well. So in to err on the side of caution, the government is saying, hey, we're going to pause these vast, uh, these mass vaccination clinics and kind of just make sure what's going on here. But again, the numbers, if you look, 6.8 million doses have been given. Six women have some type of blood clot issue. Uh. So far, the information... 
that we've received isn't listing any type of uh, demographic mm-hmm. on the women or why like ages or whatever. Yeah, why it's women. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. kind of strange too. Yeah. If you break that down, like they're not saying six people, they're saying six women. Wow. But then again, you know, at the same point, these are people who probably realized after the fact that something was going on and there's the potential, there could be others who say, Hey, wait, you know, I noticed something, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. So again, the U S is recommending a pause in the administration of the single dose Johnson and Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. They want to investigate the potentially dangerous blood clots and reduce platelet counts. So just Ooh, a heads up. Yeah. Uh, did you get that one? I don't think so. You don't just, know if you got the Johnson and Johnson? Well, isn't it? No, because that's the one dose, right? That's a single dose. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I have the two dose. Yeah. I got the two dose. Which one did you get? Moderna or Pfizer? Pfizer. You don't know though, do you? Not really. Where's your card? Oh yeah, it's right here. It I says guess it on would it. tell me when. Yeah, it says which one you got. When? Did you know if we got the different ones, they said that we can't work together for six weeks? Oh, it's Pfizer, yeah. Dang. <gasps> That's rude. That's what I got to <laughs> You wanted me to have the other one. No, I didn't. <laughs> anyway, we'll keep you up to date on what we're hearing. Again, this is breaking news out of Washington this morning. Again, the Center for Disease Control and uh, the FDA. They're going to be investigating the vaccine and these claims to see what's going on. And of course, as we gather more information, we'll share that information with you as well. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. There's a 68-year-old woman named Annette Edwards who now lives in England, and she's a a former model who was once a Playboy bunny in the UK. And I guess the whole bunny thing really resonated with her because now she owns uh, giant breeds of bunnies. She breeds them and she sells them, real ones. No, like I've seen pictures of these giant rabbits, and they, they're really cool looking. They look like massive cats. Yeah, it's pretty but, cool. But they're rabbits. Yeah. Well, Annette even was uh, has one named Darius, who's four feet, four inches long, which gave him the Guinness World Record for world's long, uh, longest rabbit. Well, sometime over this past weekend, someone stole Darius out of his enclosure on Annette's farm. Oh, God. The cops say they're trying to track down the bunny, and Annette is offering $1,400 as a reward. But speaking of bunnies, I had this new kind of meat the other day. It was Himalayan rabbit. Really? The only issue is I found Himalayan on the road. Oh, Oh, man. That's a bad one. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Oh, God. Brandon Baxter in the morning. I'll admit I'm a little bit dragging here this morning. Tad bit. And the reason I'm dragging a little bit this morning is because I could not fall asleep last night. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh, my gosh, Brandon, you have to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. You need to get to bed. Yeah. And the longer I thought that, the more I was freaking out about not going to sleep and I couldn't fall asleep. And your brain keeps going and going of stuff you need to do and you can't shut it down. Yeah, it's like 12 o'clock. I'm sitting there going, oh my gosh, you have to be up at 345. Uh-huh. Why are you not asleep? And then I start counting and I do the 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer. One of those bottles happens to fall, 98 bottles of beer on the wall. Yeah. And then I start worrying I'm going to get the counting wrong. Did you get us to a certain number? Yeah. I got all the way down to zero. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Wow. Uh, but here's the deal that I've realized. as I've, I don't know if it's because of my lifestyle or what, but a lot of times right before bed, 
Me, Leslie, and Kai will pile into our bed and we'll fire up the Disney, what's yeah. it called, Disney Plus? Yeah. And we'll watch an episode of like Good Luck Charlie or Raven's Home or Jesse or something yeah. like that, a couple of episodes. Typically, when I'm watching those TV shows, I can fall asleep almost instantly. And it's weird because I can be leaned back on the headboard, rubbing Kai's back, falling asleep. So it could be any of those Disney shows. It could be The Office, Three's Company. It doesn't matter. At some point, I'm going to fall asleep. And then, for whatever reason, as soon as I turn the television off and lay down with my head on the pillow, I can't go back to sleep. Wait, so you're saying you can sleep sitting up in your bed with your head up against the headboard and just fall asleep? Yeah, I'm out. And then Leslie's going to be like, are you asleep? Oh, no, no, I'm awake. Because you lie about it. Because for whatever reason, whenever somebody wakes you up when you're asleep, you try to deny the fact you were asleep. Especially if you're sitting in a position that is not um, good for sleeping. Well, maybe some people do sleep sitting up. Well, it just kind of reminds me. What? It just reminds me of something that an older man would do. Like. My papa. <laughs> Why is, we, we, it'd be after Thanksgiving, uh, and we'd look over there in the chair, and for su- my papa could even stand up against a wall and go to sleep. What? I'm telling that you, is not true. I think it's an old man thing. It is not an old man thing, is it? Sweetheart, I think it is. Don't tell me that. Did you, have you ever been able to do it before? Well, the last couple of years, I've been pretty good at it. How just, old are you? It, that doesn't matter. Age is just merely a number. Okay, but I don't see a lot of uh, spry 20-year-olds falling asleep, uh, you know, standing up against something or, like, in their car. Kelly, I didn't say I fell asleep standing against something. I'm saying I get comfortable in the bed. How do you sleep And I'm laying like back, that, and something's going on. But literally, as soon as we tell Kai goodnight and I lay down, I'm awake, and I'm like, I can't go to sleep. There has to be some medical explanation. Maybe you should just leave the TV on. That doesn't help. Because then the lights, if I'm laying down for whatever reason, it's almost like it puts me in a trance if I'm sitting up. Oh. And then it's like, home, home, home. I wish I had this on video. No. If anybody understands this, maybe you've gone to your doctor and you've talked about this. Mm -hmm. Why is it that I have a much easier time falling asleep in a seated position than I do in a horizontal position. God, you know what it is. It is not age. <laughs> Tell me there's other people going through the same thing, man. It's just you get so comfortable. And then why can't I get comfortable? I don't know if it's because my mind starts going, okay, now you have to go to sleep. Like I'm comfortable and I'm not worried about it when I'm watching yeah. TV. I'm just kind of sitting there. But when I'm going, go to bed, 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 then I'm freaking out. It's like I wish we had a switch to turn off our brain. Yeah. Well... Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> I wish we Leave had a switch to turn on her brain. <laughs> I set myself up for that. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Okay, so you know sometimes like somebody can message you and you're not exactly sure what it's about? Yeah, it happens all the time. Okay. So I got a message from the good doctor. Oh, doctor yeah, the good doctor. Dr. Yeah. The good doctor. Uh, and I'm not sure what he's saying is good. I'm not sure he's saying it's good that we provided information on what's happening with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. I'm not sure if he's trying to tell me that it's good that I got a different one or that it's good that I can fall asleep sitting up. I'm pretty sure he's probably telling you it's good that you can fall asleep sitting up. That is a good one. Yeah. I don't think that's a good one. I don't think falling asleep while you're seated is a good one. (laughs) 
So I'm going to have to go back and say, hey, uh, wait, hang on. Here we oh. go. I got the message. CDC, good for you. Okay, okay. good. Anyway, that's a good doctor right there. Yeah. He is always there for medical updates. He keeps me up to date medically. Yes. He is my medical update man. The good doctor, James Bites, <laughs> the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State University, which has been uh, extended. They've renewed the deal and kept them around for awesome. even longer. The contract has been extended. Yay. I'm even considering becoming a, becoming a doctor. Wow. thought about that. I don't know if they'll be there that long. Oh, <laughs> that's brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. <laughs> Are you ever going to stop being mean? Let's do it. No, no, no. Are oh. you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, hey. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday. It's April the 13th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Susan Sturdy of Stuttgart, who celebrates a birthday today. How about Sheena Gammon of Brooklyn, 33. How about this? This is pretty sweet. Uh, This says Madison and Connor would like to wish their mommy a very happy 33rd birthday. So again, happy birthday to Sheena Gammon of Brooklyn, who celebrates today. Alex Albertson, happy birthday. Susan Pollard of Paragould. Jenny Sanders from Wynn. Anita Cowan is celebrating today. We have Marissa Fields of Newport. Pam LaFoon celebrates a birthday today. Uh, Douglas Walls from Lake City. Uh, Rimby Wicker, happy birthday. Michael Smith of Newport. Jeff Pazalagula. Did I get that right? I don't know. That's a long name. I think I probably got that one wrong. Can I try it again? Yeah. Jeff Pazlaquay. I bet that's it. That's probably it. Happy birthday, Jeff. And I apologize for not getting that right. Probably. Uh, Cassidy McKnight of Jonesboro celebrates April Stallings has a birthday today. Laura Inman of Gosnell. Tara Hoggard of Piggott. We have Darren Howler from Stuttgart celebrating. And Katie Dunlap is turning 28. Happy birthday from your husband, Jason. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Allison Williams is 33. That's Rose in Get Out and Marnie on Girls. And also Peter Pan in that Peter Pan Live musical. And also the daughter of the news anchor, Brian. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday today to Ty Dolla Sign, who is 39. Yep, you might know Ty Dolla Sign from his song with Post Malone. So, Ty Dolla Sign to that song with Post. He's 39 today. Happy birthday today to Lou Bega, who is 46. You may remember him from this song. One, two, a three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Beer buzz like I had last week. I must stay because talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So what so, can I do? I really bag you, my lord. You know Lou Bega from Mambo Number Five. He's celebrating a birthday today. Ricky Schroeder is 51 today. Of course, he's on NYPD Blue, and he was on Silver Spoons. Yeah. 
I wanted to have that house. He was the rich kid that had all the cool stuff. He had a huge train. He could ride around his Christmas tree. Silver spoons. Hoping to find we're two of a kind. Make it a go. Make it grow together. We're gonna find our way. There you go. For those of you (laughs) who remember Silver Spoons, that's just for you. Caroline Ray is 57 today. That's Sydney to the max on Disney and also the former host of The Biggest Loser. Ron Perlman is 71. That's Clay Morrow on Sons of Anarchy. Tony Dow is 76. That's Wally on the show Leave It to Beaver. Golly, Wally. Beaver. Starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, Tony Tony Dow, and Jerry Mathers as the Beaver. Beaver. (laughs) You must have watched that show some. I loved the Beaver back in the day. All right, and happy birthday today to the Reverend Al Green, who is 75. Represent Memphis, man. The Reverend Al Green. Come on. I sing this song often walking around the house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so in love with you. Whatever you want to do, it's all right. The Reverend Al Green, 75. It's Al Green's birthday, 75. Birthday goes out to my good friend, <laughs> the Reverend Al Green, who turns 75 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, Tuesday mornings are made for Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, come on now. Oh, yeah. Let's do this thing. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! 
This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So we were going to see a lot of Luke Bryan this week on American Idol until he tested positive for COVID-19. Luke was unable to do last night's live episode of American Idol, although they did have Paula Abdul come in and sub. Um, Luke made the announcement on Twitter saying he was sad he wouldn't be a part of the first live American Idol show because of his positive test, but he's doing well and looking forward to being back at it soon. This also means Luke will not be on the ACMs coming up this Sunday just because of all the the quarantine and protocols and all that. Luke just released his uh, deluxe album of Born Here, Live Here, Die Here, and one of the songs on the album is called waves if you haven't heard it here's luke bryan because you were made for summer just like these stars we're under were made for lighting this july sky up break it down made for me and you tied up all night long over and over crash into me and pull me closer kiss by kiss one after another So hopefully Luke Bryan will get better soon. But that song is called Waves, and it's out now. All right, so Thomas Red, I'm kind of excited because this morning I always get fired up if I go to my email and I realize that an artist or a label has sent us new music, okay? And this morning in my email was a new song. It's called Country Again from Thomas Red, And Country Again is the title of his upcoming album. Now, Country Again, Side A, is going to be the first thing that we get from Thomas Rhett. And basically he says the album is everything he wanted to say when he was 19, but he hadn't lived enough to know that he needed to say that stuff. So in talking about his song country again, he says, this is really a song about life slowing down and trying to look at the priorities in life. Like being, he said, he realizes he wants to be a better dad, a better husband, a better friend, a better son, a better brother. And he wants to get back to his roots and basically enjoy what he had before that sometimes when you become famous, you lose all of that because you get caught up in the moments. You get caught up in you know buying things and spending all this amount of money. But sometimes it's the simple things in life that bring the most happiness. And that's what this song is all about. It's Thomas Rhett. It's a new song called Country Again. And here's a sneak peek. Last night we cracked some cold beers and cranked their church to tea. Thought, man, it feels good to be country again. Check out the full song. It's up this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning Blog. Big congratulations goes out to Gabby Barrett. Not only was she just named this year's ACM New Female Artist, but now she also has a number one spot on the Billboard Country Chart. So the song is called The Good Ones. If you haven't heard it, this is what it sounds like. He's one of the good ones. Again, congrats to Gabby Barrett on her number one, The Good Ones. All right, so Lauren Elena and John Party played together at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, and they did the new song 
that she's put out that features John Party. It's called Getting Over Him. So again, this is Lauren Elena, John Party, live at the Ryman in Nashville, on stage, and it sounds like this. I was the girl he cheated on, looking for a little bit of neon. So I got drunk, hit you up, and you took the invitation. We would die Lauren Elena and John Party. You want to play the party part? The party part's coming up. Heard from a friend of a friend that you had a bad mouth, girl. You said that you needed someone to like a have a little fun, girl. Well, it turns out that's my specialty. Cooked you up a good recipe. Then I'm on then I'm forget I'm giving. Lauren Elena, John Party, Getting Over Him. That's a live version of the song wow. from the Ryman, and it sounds incredible. You can watch the video this morning on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog, which is up right now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, today is April the 13th, and today in pop culture in 1974, Elton John hit number one. With this song right here. I think I'd like to go see Elton John in concert. Didn't he retire? No, he's been out on his retirement tour for like five years now. So, 74, Elton John, number one. Uh, Today in pop culture in 1985, there was a song that hit number one in the U.S. And it was one of my favorite songs of the time. We are the world. That video was watched so many times. So Michael Jackson was right there. There's a choice we make. Really all the stars of the time. That's good stuff right there. That was 1985. Uh, today in pop culture in 1997, Tiger Woods became the youngest person to ever win the Masters at the age of 21. Wow. Which is pretty special. Today in pop culture in 2010, Lady A, they were number one on the country album chart with their second studio album called Need You Now. Of course, it featured the song Need You Now, which is a big hit for Lady A. It's a quarter after one. I'm all alone and I need That's a big crossover. Now. It also featured the song, Our Kind of Love. Just like driving on an open highway, never knowing what we're going to find. Just like two kids, baby, always trying to live it up. Whoa, yeah, that's our kind of love. And finally, on the album was the song, American Honey. I just Angie Mason's nickname right there, American Honey. 
Today in pop culture in 2011, Jennifer Lopez was on the cover of People magazine and named the most beautiful person of 2011. Oddly enough, that was 10 years ago, and I'm assuming she could still be on the cover of that. Breaking news, Jennifer Lopez is a vampire. <laughs> Today in pop culture in 2015, Wiz Khalifa broke the Spotify record for the most streamed track in a single day. Okay, so this song was streamed 4.2 million times in one day. The song is See You Again. a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. And today in pop culture in 2019, Billie Eilish was number one on the album charts with her album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? <laughs> Featured on the album was this song. I'm the bad guy. Duh. So there you go, Billie Eilish. It was two years ago the album hit number one. Today is April the 13th, and that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Okay, so earlier this morning I was trying to figure out if there's something wrong with me physically. You're not supposed to laugh. Are you setting me up? No, you're not supposed to laugh at that. Oh. So what I was trying to figure out is uh, if I'm able to sit up and lean back on my headboard and fall asleep watching television, but I can't fall asleep when I lay down vertically, I mean horizontally, what is the problem? Is there something wrong with me? That was kind of a big question, Mm -hmm. right? And I was trying to figure it out. Uh, so, so one of our friends is a doctor. We like to refer to him as the good doctor, the good doctor, Shane Spites. He said, if I'm falling asleep, sitting up, there is something that is probably causing that. And the thing causing that, that I, that I need to uh, probably realize. Does he know you're a hypochondriac? He says it's age. Hey, buddy, what did your good friend across from you say? Uh, she's not even a doctor, uh, and she yeah. said it's because I'm getting older. Yeah. But uh, here's what I really think it is. I really think if I'm watching TV, I'm relaxed, I'm in the moment, I get comfortable. And when I lay down, when I put my head on the pillow, my mind starts racing because then I start thinking mm-hmm. I actively have to go to sleep. Like if I could just lay there and think, oh, I'm laying here and this is comfortable, I'd probably fall asleep. But the issue is I start going, oh, my gosh, what do I have to do in the morning? What's going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. I have to wake up at 345. All these different things yeah. race through my mind. So there you go. Uh, why am I falling asleep sitting up? Because I'm old. Thank you, Dr. Spites. No longer the good doctor. Yeah, he made my day today. Yeah, he's, no, he's the best doctor. No, he's done. He's so, not coming back on here anymore. He's done. You know, we've been talking about having to wear masks and all that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Well, and I'm tired of wearing masks, number one, because you see all this action. You see these little red things all over my face that I haven't had in 20 years. <clears throat> I wasn't going to say anything, but I noticed them last week. It's maskne, like for sure. Is it? It's maskne. You like, wash the mask. I do. And most of the time I have like disposable ones too. But here's the thing with masks. So, you know, since we started wearing masks, it's been tough for me because being in like customer service, 
you talk to a lot of people. So there's a lot of people at our karate school and at our comic shop that I've known coming in and out. And so as soon as they put a mask on, it took me forever to relearn who everybody was because I know who everybody was from your face. And I didn't realize that you like nose down. too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yesterday, this man came in that I I kind of was familiar with, but he came in and he didn't have a mask on. He's vaccinated and all that kind of stuff. Um, he came in and didn't have his mask on and he said something to me and I looked at him like, I'm so sorry. I don't know who you are. And he looked at me and he went, Kelly. And I went, yes. And I was like, oh my gosh, can you put your mask back on for a second? And he started no. giggling and he put his hand up and covered his nose and his mouth. No. And I was like, Mr. So-and-so. No. So it's like, That's I have. That's weird. So like now I've, I've learned all of the, the eyebrows and like eye movements of people. And now when they take their masks off, I thought the guy that took his mask off was a totally different person. In my mind, I had concocted that he looked like someone completely different. So when he came in, I was like. Okay, that's oh. not what I expected. I, I had you looking like someone totally different. So now, if you come up to me and I have a problem and don't know who you are, and I should, it's probably because I've seen you in your mask for a year. That is, I mean, I can see it though. Yeah. But have you ever considered, like, so when people were not wearing their masks, you really paid attention to the nose down, right? I never knew how much I paid attention to the whole face until now. But now they wore the mask, so then you paid attention to the top half. Yes, and now you have to go back and learn the whole thing again. And your mind plays tricks on you because you're looking at them and you can't see their face. So in your mind, you you just have this vision of what they look like just because of how they sound or whatever. And then when the mask come down, you're huh. like, that is not and it's not a bad thing. It's just not what I had in my mind. Can I give you a random thought that just came to my head? What if there's somebody who met somebody, right? And they're like, ooh, she's looking good or he's looking good, right? When they're wearing the mask. And they're like, ooh, I think I want to go out on a date with the person in the mask. And then they take the mask off and you're like, ooh, no. A hundred percent. I guarantee that's happened to people. I bet that's happened too. Yes. Isn't that crazy? I'm so glad we are no longer in a situation where you or I have to date anybody. <laughs> no. So many, especially with COVID and the pressure yeah. of stuff like that. So anyway, you know, I mean, the mask thing, but it's been an issue for me. Yeah. Not just physically, you know, with the acne and everything, but just when you work with people, it's... It's been, I don't know, it's been tough. I noticed I was in a a situation where I was going in um, to get my testosterone vaccine. You know, my shirt. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Not testosterone vaccine. I was like, wait, hang on. Is it a vaccine? It's just a shot. It's a shot. So I was going to get my testosterone, right? Look at my shirt right there. Mm -hmm. New purple elite shirt. Yeah. Uh, So I was there and a guy, literally, I've known him, Kelly, since 1998. I know him, his wife, his three kids. I know, like the the whole family, I know them all. He walks out and he doesn't see me because I'm kind of, you know, I kind of wallflower a little bit. So I do this. And he turns around and looks at me and he looks at me like he doesn't know who I am. Kelly, I've known him since 1998. And I said, Steve, Steve. And he didn't, he was still not registering that yeah. it was me. I didn't have my hat on or anything. I think that I'm fairly obvious. I took my mask off. And then he's like, oh, hey, Brandon. I I totally get it. I totally get it. But it was weird because so then I'm standing there and uh, one of my friends at Elite, her name is Allison. She's like, how did he not know you? She, She thought I was fairly recognizable even with the mask. But for somebody that I've known since 1998, he had no idea it was me. I get it. And I felt like a tool pulling my mask down like, hey, it's me. 
Yeah. Because then I'm like, I should have just sat over there as a wallflower. Yeah. I should have just let him go on out. Yeah. Because now instead, you feel. Instead, I made a scene in the whole place and clapped like that. They Who even- claps? What did I think he was? An animal? I don't know. Why was I clapping? <laughs> I don't know. In a, in a doctor's office? I didn't even say, hey, Who Steve. Does that? I'm telling you, clap so on, clap on. If, if you're young and you think, hey, when I get older, I'll grow out of being awkward. Ooh. Man, look at my profile picture. You'll Ooh. see a guy who didn't grow out of Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So welcome to the show. Y'all I was looking at a study, a scholastic study in the Scholastic Times this morning, Ooh. and it was talking to parents and they were talking to parents about things that they wish schools would teach their kids. Okay. So you have educators that are friends and you were a former educator, Mm -hmm. educators that are principals and Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So maybe you could give some advice that this is what the common family wants their children to learn in school. And as I was looking through this, these are life skills that we wish we would have learned that we have to learn later in life. But if we were prepped early, maybe we would be better prepared as we become adults. Let me go through some. Uh, They say that they wish their kids were taught the importance of saving money. Which I think is important. Yeah, it is important. You know, because especially when you're young, like I remember getting my first check, right, from my grandfather because I worked at USA Cars in Wiley, Texas. Yeah. And I got my very first check and it was like a hundred bucks for a full week of work. Yeah. I didn't realize that that wasn't good. (laughs) Right. But he gave me the hundred dollars and I ran straight to what I think was a Burlington coat factory and bought snakeskin boots. That was smart. Because it was like every time I got a check, I thought I had to go spend it. Yeah. Like I was a kid. And I'm like 16, 17 at this point. There's some classes like family and consumer sciences and um, let's see, uh, career orientation. Sometimes they'll talk to you about saving money. They do? Yeah, some. They say that, uh, that a lot of parents wish their kids were taught how to budget and to organize finances. Yeah. Because budgeting is very important. I mean, later in life, you look up Dave Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? Yep, exactly. But like, you got to figure that uh-huh. out. Because, and here's the difference. This is what I've told our buddy David, the barrel boy. Like, hey, you can think you have the world beat, you know, when you're, before you're married and before you have children. But whenever that happens, it flips. Yeah, it does. Like, I thought I was loaded before I had a <laughs> wife and a kid. Yeah. And then I had them and I'm like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's not nearly enough to get by. <clears throat> so uh, other things that, that uh, parents wish their kids were taught in school is how to invest uh, how taxes work mm-hmm. and why we pay taxes yep. and how to plan for taxes. Uh, how to cook basic meals is important mm-hmm. as opposed to just stuff in the microwave. How to start a business, how to buy a house. Like I remember doing uh, events, uh, what we call in radio remotes, many years ago when I first started and I had never bought a house, right? So this is in the early 2000s, but it was like talking about mortgages, and I was like, what is that? Yeah. Interest rates, down payments, and all the different things. And until you buy a house, you don't know. Mm-hmm. And I was so intimidated by that. Uh, they say that they wish that uh, schools and classes taught kids how to create resumes to prepare them for the workplace. And most important, they say, is for kids to uh, learn confidence and to learn to uh, have better care and better be better in tune with their mental health. I definitely think a lot of schools are good at that and getting better at that for sure. And I think that's the one area that like, because I think back, I reflect back to when we were in school. Mm -hmm. That wasn't something that was really taught. No, not at all. Like Mm self-confidence and stuff like that. Yeah. But when we, when we talk to like the dare officers, you know, and we, we hear what they're doing in the classrooms, you're like, 
wait a minute, you guys are doing the right stuff. Yeah. Because they are talking mental health and they are talking about confidence and self-confidence and why you don't bully and the effects, Yeah, which I think is very important. Mm -hmm. But as we look at the school system and so many schools are going in and teaching history and science and, you know, this very complicated math formula and stuff like that, maybe we could look at some of the simpler stuff as we move forward as well. Because I can tell you, if somebody would have told me, hey, let's work on his confidence, I would have really appreciated that when I was young. (laughs) Right. Because it seemed like to me as a kid that the people who had confidence just had it all figured out. And they didn't really have it all figured out. They didn't. They just made you think they had it all figured Mm -hmm. out. So if I would have been taught to fake people out as a kid, (laughs) I would have been much more successful early. Right? She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know Doc Martens were invented by a German doctor named Klaus Martens after he hurt his ankle skiing in 1945 and needed a more comfortable shoe to wear? Really? Yeah. I'm not sure if they're more comfortable, but I do like the way they look. That's what he was going for. Am I able to wear those at my age or not? Yes. I can? Mm -hmm. Which color? Like the traditional black, are you gonna uh, are you gonna stuff your jeans in them like you used to? Well, what's the point of having them if I don't let them be seen that I have them? I don't know. Yeah, go ahead and get. Do you some. like the beige ones, like the tan ones? Yes, I think you should get I'm some just, of those. See, no, stop before you go further. <laughs> Would I look dumb if I had those? Don't. Why don't you can, already have some combat boots? I. My wife threw them away. <laughs> Literally, I tried to find them, and they're gone. They're gone. I have to talk to her. (laughs) Yeah. Whenever she doesn't like something, they just disappear from my house. I've done that to my husband, too. That's dumb. So so the beige ones, the tan ones, not a good look for me? I just think they'd be like like a beacon of light on your feet. Why do they look cool on younger people? Well, there's your answer, bud. Thank you. (laughs) Did you know Leonardo da Vinci struggled through his 20s and 30s and didn't get his big break and become famous until he did The Last Supper when he was 46? Oh, wow. Brandon, we still have hope. (laughs) (laughs) We both had the same thing. Hey, maybe our lives can actually turn into something. (laughs) And did you know Nike's Just Do It slogan is based on a murderer's last words? Gary Gilmore killed two people in Utah and got the death penalty in 1976. For his last words, he said, let's do it. And Nike admits their slogan was inspired by the quote. (laughs) Okay. He said, let's do it. And they chose just do it? Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. You know, sometimes we get tricked into reading a story like clicking a link because (laughs) of the headline. Um, Let me just ask you. Point blank. Have you ever considered marrying your adult son? <laughs> no. <laughs> it has never crossed my mind, not once. Because your son is now an adult. Oh, that makes you want to vomit when you He's say 18. that. So a parent in New York has filed a lawsuit. Um, and basically what is going on is this parent wants the right to marry their adult child. So, so far, like names haven't been leaked. They're trying to keep it anonymous because Uh, they're afraid of the backlash. Yeah. So the lawsuit basically says it's a matter of what they call individual autonomy. And they say, let me go through the rest of the quote from the lawsuit. 
Through the enduring bond of marriage, two persons, whatever relationship they might otherwise have, can find a greater level of expression, intimacy, and spirituality. And that's, again, two people, individuals who are together as one. Now, they do realize, according to the legal document, that they're unable to... Mm -mm. Don't. Okay. Let me give you just the quote. This is... The quote is, they're unable to, quote, procreate together. What is happening? Kelly, a lawyer took the case, and they're taking it to the courts, the marital law courts in uh, in New York. I, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. So this type of stuff, like in New York, as far as the relationship, normally is not something that can happen, and that's the reason this, this person, this parent, and their adult child are trying to fight it. Now, here's what we don't know. We don't know the ages. Like, That's what I was going to ask. The age deal might completely, I'm not that it's going to change your mind. Yeah, not as, but like, is it 18? Is it 28? Is it, is it 37? Was well, it 68 and 88? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it's, I don't know. Yeah. Actually, it doesn't matter what no. the age is. I don't really see how that's going to be a, a good result right there. But anyway, true story out of New York where a parent is suing to marry their adult child. Yep. There you Mm. go. You think you've heard it all, man. (laughs) Leave it to us. We'll find even more. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading a deal earlier today about how a lot of Americans are working in their dream job. Mm -hmm. They say, basically, if you take out uh, the, the older end, one in four people is working in what they would deem as their dream job, which is really awesome. Yeah. My husband would say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would say that, right? Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that's good. Well, but th- if, if you think about it, let's see, I started listening to you uh-uh. um, back in 1955. No, that is, no, I didn't start here until 2002. <laughs> yeah. But I immediately started listening and listened for, gosh, a long time and was like, man, He'd be fun to work with. Yeah, and then I did the restraining order for a number of years there. And, <laughs> and then, yeah, that's a lie. Basically, the seven years was gone, and here okay. she is. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. A new study finds no connection between high levels of stress and the need to go and eat junk food. Um, what do you mean? They say physically, your body isn't telling you you need to go eat junk food. Now, there is something, and people who are trying to kind of debunk the the science are saying, no, okay, so there might not be a scientific reason that stress makes you go and eat junk food, but there is something known as comfort. Oh, it's so comforting, too. I know. So here's my deal. Like, I prepped all kinds of food last night. Like, literally, I was in the kitchen for probably an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and I did the containers and yeah. all my foods kind of laid out for me for the next number of days, but I didn't eat breakfast. And do you know what doesn't sound good to me? Your first container of prepackaged food. <laughs> Everything I made doesn't sound good. Do you know what I want? Can I tell you my weakness? Like on days where I don't eat breakfast, I have this sweet tooth early in the morning. And I want one of those chocolate paydays so bad. Really? Yeah, those are so delicious. I haven't had one yet. Because they're the salty peanuts and whatever the... the Nougat. Is that what it is? The combining ingredient? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound as good as nougat. The ingredient that makes them all stick together? Yeah, because that's so good, but they're salty, and then you have that thick layer of chocolate over the top of them. So 
So a lot of people don't realize, and here I am trying to sell paydays. A lot of people don't realize there is now a chocolate payday. But if you loved paydays as a kid, you would really love the chocolate one, I bet. Hmm. As a kid, I can still remember it. I think maybe my grandmother, um, <laughs> now that sounds silly, was the reason I liked paydays. And she would get extra salt and pour extra salt on her payday. Really? Yeah. So Never heard of that. Try that. That's good. Okay. Nana's also the one who would go to a Mexican restaurant, right? And she'd get the whole the whole basket of like warm chips. And she didn't want the salsa because the salsa was too spicy. She wanted those little packets of butter in the foil. And she would take her knife and get the butter off of there and spread it on the chip. Hmm. You want to talk good? Like probably completely unhealthy. <laughs> but she lived into her into her almost mid-90s. Yeah. Hmm. So. Anyway, well, stress makes me uh, definitely, and I'm going to go for the sweet stuff. Science isn't telling you it is. Your body isn't telling you, but I think in your mind, it's comfort, and we could all use some comfort. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear why Kelly wants people to put their masks back on, and it has nothing to do with the spread of COVID nineteen. Yeah, I'm sorry, it doesn't. She uh, needs help with that. Also, uh, I, I'm trying to look for, I guess, medical advice today. Uh, I have an issue where I fall asleep much easier sitting up watching TV. And when I lay down horizontally, I can't fall asleep. He thinks it's a medical reason. Yes. Most others think it's just his age. So we want to know about that. We talk about that on the podcast today. Plus, Kelly brings us a story today on a parent who wants to marry their adult child. And uh, I'm not sure why she brought that to us. but Messed up. Uh, yeah, that's on the podcast today as well. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Resident returns tonight. So does The Prodigal Son. The two-hour return of Big Sky and the six-season finale of 16 and Pregnant. Tonight's schedule also includes The Flash, Supergirl, this is us, New Amsterdam, and my, uh, Mayans MC. Mayans MC. Yes, I like to say the Mayans or the Mayans. All right. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.